This week on the Renovation Radio podcast, we talked to the founder of Pre-App 1003, Drew Brintz. Drew is a mortgage broker in Houston, Texas, and he has developed an incredible CRM tool and more to help mortgage brokers, mortgage companies, and anybody in the housing finance industry. Renovation Radio, because we're all a work in progress. Drew Brents, welcome to Renovation Radio. Thank you, sir. What uh, what part of the world are you uh, calling in from today? Down in Houston, down in Houston, Texas. It's uh, 78 degrees, a little cloudy. It's nice. Houston, Texas, the so home of the second place Houston Astros. <laughs> you really didn't go there, did you? That. <laughs> yeah, I can't defend that right now, but uh, but yeah. I, you know, there's, a, there's, I could say a lot worse things about the Houston Astros, and, and things, and worse things have been said about the Houston Astros. But we, we definitely won't go there. Um, let's stick to uh, housing finance and, and today's topic, which is uh, CRM. But before we start talking about CRM, point of sale, all the cool things that you're doing um, over there at uh, Preapp 1003, let's uh, give our audience a quick uh, Drew Brent's origin story. So. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You're from Houston. Uh, tell us, you know, where you went to college and and how you got into the mortgage business. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. So, um, so yeah, I've been in the mortgage business for 24 years. Uh, began uh, in 1998 for uh, working for North American Mortgage Company, and and um, uh, and the the origin behind you know our technology platform Preapp 1003 is is about seven years ago. I just I was looking for a, a simple text initiated prequal form that um, you know just you know you, you remember the old prequal forms we used to take leave at realtors offices that people would fill out and they'd fax in and so I wanted something <laughs> like that that was text initiated and um, I, I couldn't find it. This is before Rocket actually came out with their with, with uh, their their you know mobile technology and so the whole idea of, of of something mobile was very it was it was very novel you know so. Um, Anyway, uh, so you know, we you know we designed that, we built that, and that's how it started. And I and I knew immediately we were onto something. So, and then it just sort of evolved. You know, we went from 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 the first uh, concept of that to you know, I remember I was at at one of my kids' birthday parties, and and I had a uh, a borrower that filled out uh, our prequal form, and and then I was I needed to pull credit. The realtor was hounding me; they needed an answer. Can I show this person houses? So I'm struggling trying to log into my credit agency's website and. Finally, I said, you know, we, we just need to be able to pull credit right through the system. So, so you know, then we added the credit integrations and then then it was, okay, I need to run DO. Then, you know, we need to securely upload documents. Then we need to send out fee worksheets and approval letters. And it just evolved. And and there was a point, you know, Mark, that, that um, I got tired of wrestling with my LOS platform and a point of sale, you know, so... So, um, um, you know, we just made the decision uh, a few years ago to just completely rewrite the entire platform from the ground up um, and and build it out as a complete point of sale LOS CRM. Um, we now have a PPP integration through lender price. We're real excited about that and no additional cost to the borrower, uh, proprietary e-signatures. And so for the broker channel, it's the it's the only piece of technology that they really need. And it's all mobile. So you know, a little bit about that. So I'm just, you know, I'm not a tech guy. It just, you know, I come from the mortgage background of originating loans. I had some pain points and we just started building solutions for that. And it just has evolved into, um, 
you know, a nationwide technology <clears throat> platform that that, you know, it is all about meeting the needs of the originator, making their life easier, making the customer's life easier. So that's uh, that's sort of my background on you know how we got here today. That's that's amazing. So really, just to summarize, successful mortgage broker owner and you had developed some 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 tools to help yourself and help your sales team you know, do a better job at point of sale on a weekend at an open house or, or whatever when when your clients, your referral sources, realtors in many cases needed needed you. And over time, it's evolved into a tech solution that combines, you know, one origination system, point of sale system, CRM system, and everything else. That's that's amazing. So really, you've got a successful mortgage brokerage. And then as a, sp- a spinoff from that, you've got something that works for mortgage brokers and you've developed a product that that you can sell um, as a standalone uh, CRM system. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, you know, it's funny because, uh, you know, and I know we, you and I talked about this last week when we were visiting a little bit, but um, just recently I, I was down at Cancun, Mexico for, for a wedding and I'm on the beach. And, you know, even though my, my full-time focus is the technology platform, you know, I still own a broker shop and, you know, I've been in the business so long, people still send me loans, which is nice because it's, it's, you know, it keeps my thumb on the pulse of what people need. So I, so if I'm wrestling with something, I know, Hey, we need to fix this. And so I'm, you know, on the beach, you know, and, and a loan comes in and, you know, I'm, I'm like literally, literally sitting there on my cell phone. I worked alone in just a matter of a few minutes, ran it, automated underwriting, did everything I needed to do, sent out the approval letter, reviewed the docs did all that from my cell phone. And it was, uh, I, I believe I even was able to price it out um, uh, on, on the pricing engine with that, but I did everything I needed to do right there. And I, I giggled as I was doing it because I was like, man, I remember the day of taking hand, like handwritten applications. Then I remember, you know, trying to wrestle with the first technology, you know, uh, things that came out in the industry. This is way back in, you know, in, in the late nineties and, and early two thousands. And it's just, man, the advancements have just been amazing, you know? I think it's I think it's key that you are, are like you said you've got your finger on the pulse of what's going on in terms of you know where we've come from you know as a, as, as a mortgage lending industry and, and embracing technology in some cases not embracing technology and then we've got legacy uh, partners that a lot of us use even even today that are not keeping up with the times and so I think that's huge that you that you're in the business and at the same time designing tech that works, you know, for the business. And, you know, one, and, and, and the fact that you've integrated it, I think is, is a, is a major key. And one of the things I wanted to cover today is, you know, around CRM in general and the reason why CRMs, you know, are and are not successful. And the main reason is, is, is adoption by, by the sales team. So sort of, sort of backing up, I think about a, a little bit about CRM, sort of like the CRM history, if you will, just, just, just real quick. I think about, you know, when I, when I was a, a teenager, in the eight in the eighties, and uh, my stepmom was was had her own CPA practice, right? And she was uh, you know pretty tech savvy. But in the eighties, what is it? What does that really mean? Yeah, and I can recall. I can recall her office. I mean, she she could she 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 lived by her Rolodex. I mean, she you know which you know which may date me a little bit, but um, you know for those younger people on the audience, you can you can Google Rolodex and see what that what that looks like. But she she could do that thing without even looking at it. I mean, she knew and and, and the little cards came out of it. And she had, that was her CRM system. And she had on the card, not only the, the phone number, we didn't have faxes back then yet, um, but she had the phone number, the physical address of her clients. And then on the back of the card, she had the, the personal stuff, you know, the birthdays, number of kids, dogs, husband's name, 
anniversary. There's those kinds of things that the personal touch that she needed. And then, and then sometimes multiple cards for the same client over, you know, sort of detailing, summarizing, you know, the contacts that she had had with them you know, in, 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 you know, in, in years past, whether it was a business or a personal client. And then, you know, um, and it worked for her, you know, because, because it flowed with, you know, with, with how she ran her business. And then I think about, you know, in companies I've worked for in the past, they, 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 they we're all in on the Franklin planner and there's an entire system yeah. of CRM, you know, built around the Franklin planner that I remember a thing called act. And yeah. then, um, and then a little bit more history, a guy named Tom, Tom Siebel, you know, uh, leaves Oracle, another t- two big companies now. And uh, he actually invented the term CRM customer relationship management. And then I think about, you know, fast forward a little bit further along, we had you know, the, the Palm pilot, that's probably early to mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, fast forward even further, you know, into Salesforce and there's some open source, you know, CRMs that are available out there and, and a bunch of them for Salesforce has become a force to be reckoned with, but you, and you probably have too, but I, I, you've either seen or worked for companies that they invest a ton of money in Salesforce, but their sales team doesn't like it because, you know, because it doesn't flow with the, natural order of business it feels yeah. clunky like they have to go in and do something to the crm to make it work and it doesn't flow within that with naturally like like the rolodex did is it doesn't flow naturally with, with with what they do on an ongoing basis with now their phones and all kinds of things you do with mobile um and and then some of them in some cases the way it's rolled out the, the, the corporations use it they, they feel like the the the, the Salespeople, they're spying on them, making sure they're making enough calls, making sure they're doing the right things, which I guess is it's useful in, in terms of accountability. But, you know, and then and then a lot of times, you know, the salesperson has done everything else they're supposed to do as far as keeping the CRM updated. And, and then senior management calls and says, hey, what's going on with this account? And the salesperson's like, well, it's in the CRM. Did you not look, you know? So it doesn't flow for the management team as well as the sales team. And then it ends up being a, a big waste of money. So what you've done, which I think is brilliant, I'll let you talk about it in a second, is, uh, is you've integrated, you know, the CRM into your point of sale. And there's probably, you know, without uh, spilling too many of the details, probably not a whole lot of things that, that a loan officer or a salesperson for a mortgage company needs to do to make it work and make it work for them. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. So, you know, Again, you know, I don't come from that technology background. I, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I, I would say I am my my normal customer. Okay, I'm a mortgage guy, uh, mortgage broker. I own a you know broker shop. You know, we're not a huge company. We got about twenty loan officers, and you know, but but you know, it's all about making things simple. Okay, the last thing an originator wants to do is uh, is configure a CRM. You know, it, it needs to be simple. It needs to do what you need it to do, and that is to keep people updated, keep people, keep you in front of people, um, touching base with folks, have certain triggers on different follow-ups and things, and help help remind you of what you need to do. So, um, with that in mind, you know our our system, uh, our our CRM um, is uh, as of today. This is February twenty twenty two. We're we, we're still in what's called phase one. Okay. We have a lot of things still on our development list, but our phase one is still pretty, pretty nice. So, you know, it just sends out the different email campaigns and the text drips and text campaigns and things like that, um, which I'll talk about in just a moment. But um, one of the features that that I personally love is if I'm working in a loan file, um, 
and let's say it's the end of business day. I'm tired. The last thing in the world I want to do is get on a phone call. You know, if I, you know, if I call someone, it's going to be 20 minutes. Okay. Cause you got to go through all the, you know, all the formalities and niceties and, um, and then maybe I need to communicate something to them and it's, it's going to take too long to type out an email. I'm just, I just don't want to do it. We actually have a feature where you could click on it on, on a button. It'll, it'll open up a text dialogue and you could actually fire up your webcam. Okay. And send them a video text and just say, Hey, this is Drew. Just want to let you know your file came out of underwriting, blah, 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 you know, and, and really have that personal touch and talk to them. Um, and you can do that with any contact in the system where you can send out a video message very easily. But I get a lot of good feedback on that. I use it a lot personally. And, and then if someone replies to it, you know, it comes back to, uh, it, you know, it, it redirects to, to my mobile number. So if they call, I get the phone call and such. But that being said, there's other things in there that, uh, again, it's it's you don't have to have an engineering degree to configure. It's it's pretty plug and play. We have a, we have support staff that can help you if you want to if you really want to dial it in. You know, like like as an example, um, if you want to say, hey, I want to search my entire my entire database, and I want to create a rule that says anybody that has a let's say an 80% loan of value, a $300,000 or higher um, loan amount, a credit score 740 or greater, closed in the state of Texas and closed over six months ago I uh, with a 4.5% with a rate, anybody that meets that criteria, automatically add them to this group and fire out a refinance campaign to them. The system will do that. Um, it does the post-closing drips, the pre-qualified house hunting, all the holiday drips and things. You can include videos and texts. But, you know, my point is it does all these things you need it to do, and that's to stay in touch with your customers without it being a burden to you, without you having to feel like you got to hire a full-time staff to, to do this. But it's also not going to touch people so much that they're going to opt out, that you're just sort of like spamming them because you don't want that either. You just want those gentle you know, nudges and, and contacts. So anyway, that's in, in a nutshell. I feel like I took an hour to, to explain that, but um, what makes us different than some of the others is the simplicity of use, and it does what a, what an originator needs it to do. And obviously, you know, I'm skipping all the you know the milestone updates, the loan status updates, and things like that. Of course, it does all that as well. You know, you said a couple of things that are super important there that I want to touch on a little bit more. You know, number one, you know, I guess if you're going to say a drip campaign during the loan process or maybe even post closing, is probably better than no campaign at all. Yeah. And there's a lot of successful loan officers that, that don't do drip and there's a lot of successful loan officers that do do drip. But I think the consumer and all of us really have, you know, maybe it was always there, but we, we you can you can tell when you're getting something that's a drip and it's just, you know, and it's it's the bot or it's the computer, or it's the whatever sending you the message. And it's even, you know, it started off as clickbait. Now we get entire articles written by bots that just keep going on forever. Yeah. And you know, and us humans, we're you know, we're we're dumb sometimes, but we're smart sometimes too. I think we we know when we're talking to a bot, or we're reading something that was written by a bot, um, or we're actually reading something that's authentic. And so it sounds like your system has got a way to bridge that gap where you can do drip content with what I call mixing it with something that's authentic. You know, the yes. video that your loan officers or your or the sales team can put in there on top of the drip and make it easy at point of sale or during the, during the loan process or post-closing process, I think is key because, you know, I think a lot of times the drip campaigns become white noise, still probably better than no campaign at all. Yeah. I guess probably anything you do intentionally is probably better than not doing anything at all. Um, but if it's by email, especially, 
and there's nothing, you know, authentic attached to it. Um, it just gets, you know, thrown in the trash. And maybe that's the whole point as well. It's just that, that one extra touch. But if it's authentic, I think it's got a much better chance of success. I think so too. And, you know, I mean, as a system, you know, we do have preset content, but I really encourage our, you know, our customers to take advantage of the video features. You know, you could put a video greeting in your point of sale application. You could have a thank you video and a next steps video in the borrower toolbox that they get after they apply. And then what, what, what I really do encourage our customers to do um, is, is, you know, like for instance, all the milestones or the post-closing drip or, they're pre-qualified on a house hunting drip. When they when you get pre-qualified, when they get pre-qualified, it'll automatically start sending out them those notices. I really encourage people include your text with those, and and really do video. You know, do a um, like for instance, let's talk about pre-qualified on house hunting. They get pre-qualified. Okay, a week later, that you know they're going to get checked in on. You know, hey, how's the home shopping going? Why don't you add a video that just it doesn't have to be per matter of fact, guys. In per imperfection is better these days. I agree. So, I agree. Yeah, yeah. so open up your webcam and just say, Hey, uh, Drew here. I just wanted to touch base with you and just check and see how the home shopping's going. If you need me to work up some numbers for you, look, just know I'm right here for you. We're looking forward to working with you. Boom, that's it. And I'm gonna tell you, people are gonna watch that and they're they're gonna feel a connection with you, even if you've never actually physically met them, they feel like they've met you. What about the milestones for, you know, um, your your loan is, you know, approved of conditions or submitted underwriting or appraisal has been ordered? And what about, you know, the, the milestones to the realtors? Just say, hey, Drew here, loan officer, working on your file. Just want to let you know the appraisal has been ordered. Uh, me or my staff will be in touch with you as, as things progress. You know, that's huge. But we have all those tools. And these are things, Mark, that we can't do for the loan officer. We give you the tools, but man... If they really took advantage of this, it just, I think it would be a huge win because people are not going to opt out of those. They feel it, it's genuine and it's warm, you know? I mean, that's, that's, that's the secret sauce really there is, 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 is those, those habits. You know, how do you, you know, we've, we've all heard incredible keynote speeches where the speaker gave you one or 10 incredible ideas, you know, that, that when you get back to your marketplace to go and implement, right, or even tools. Uh, like a CRM or a point of sale system or, or anything really, or a Palm Pilot or, or, or a Rolodex or whatever it is, you know, incredible tools that you that you know if you actually did them. And uh, and the, the key is, you know, how, how do you do them? And I think probably the, the easier you make it and the more it flows into your natural business, um, the better chance it is you're going to use it. Like 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 your phone. I mean, your mm-hmm. your phone. Um, I'm I'm like the last guy on Android. You're probably an iPhone guy. Um, but the but the phone works because you learned how to actually use it, right? And yeah. it's no different. It's no different than CRM. You know? So the easier it is to use, the better it flows into your business. I think the better chance it has it has of, of being successful. And now I always liken those those habits to to brushing your teeth. You know, like the reason brushing your teeth works is not because you're actually good at it. I mean, maybe may even floss, right? Um, but the reason it works is because you do it twice a day. You know, and he, yeah. how, you know an, an average brush twice a day is way better for many reasons, you know, uh, cavities and other important reasons than a really good brush Monday morning and you don't do it again until next Monday. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, the fact that you do it every day and it's easy to use, it's not that hard to do, to do um, is the reason that it works. And then the other thing he said, that I think that's important is the fact that, you know, I think the less polished it is, um, the less scripted it is, the more real it is, 
And yeah. even if you stutter, even if you maybe you mispronounce a word or, or whatever, and it's not polished, hey, it's real, it's raw, it's what's really going on in my world on your loan, you know, um, or with your loan, the loan you closed, and compared to how the marketplace is today, um, you know, I think the, the less scripted, the better. Um, because there's so much that we get that we just, it's become white noise. It looks, you know, polished and perfect. And, and, and I think it yeah. has more credibility. Yeah, I no, I agree hundred percent. And, you know, and let me just, just, you know, add and clarify that, that what I'm talking about here, these, these all can be preset. You, you record them, you preset them and, and they're, they're, then they're automated. And you can also have those spontaneous video messages too, but, you know, I, you know, like you're saying, it's unscripted, raw. I, I give you an example. As we were, you know, as we were um, alpha testing this, um, the CRM and the video texting features of our platform, um, I it was. I remember it was Christmas Eve. This was, gosh, quite a while ago, and um, and I was out, you know, outside cooking. I think I was doing a rotisserie turkey on the grill for you know family that were coming over and stuff. And I was just sitting around thinking about you know, um, some of the realtor contacts I had and how I appreciated the business. And, and so what I did is I actually went to that, uh, distribution group. I opened it up and I opened up my camera and I just said, Hey, you know, Drew here, I'm just out here cooking and it's Christmas Eve. And I just wanted to, you know, let you know that I appreciate each and every one of you. And, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I appreciate the business that you've, you sent me and, you know, I don't count on a light thing and just, you know, was thinking about you just want to wish you Merry Christmas. And, and, you know, said and said, hey, and I showed him my turkey, you know, say, hey, look, at here's my turkey. And, you know, and just and boom, send it out, you know, and, you know, those those that's organically real. It was spontaneous. And I was able to do it from my cell phone. You know, it, things like that are huge. You know, you think about the things that and again, I'm I'm not a huge social media consumer, but I've got three kids who are big social media consumers. And so I see how they, and I think they're not quite millennials, maybe they're one below millennials, whatever that is, Gen Y or whatever that next one is. But I see the way they consume social media and the people that are just older than them that are at house, you know, household formation and house buying age and how they consume social media. And the things that go, you know, quote, air quotes, viral are not the canned messages, not even, not even the, the things that are, that are, the things that are funny the things that get passed around are those, those raw unscripted things that are, that are cool. Can, can, can I, can I comment on that? This something, something happened to me last night that this just it goes right in with what you're saying. So I've got a group of men that I meet with every week. We, we do a little Bible study in my office and, um, and you know, we took break for the holidays and things, things kind of went, you know, just got busy. So we just started back up again last night. And one of them said, Drew, I got to tell you, man, some really crazy things have happened the last, you know, 30 days. So I will tell me about it. And so, you know, he said, he said that, you know, he's, you know, on his Instagram account, he had like 600 and I don't know, 63 followers. Okay. He said, you know, one day I just was sitting there, I was doing my morning devotions and I just like pulled up, I, I guess it's, I'm not on Instagram. So um, but he said, I pulled up my, my reels and he said, I just, you know, just kind of went over this little, just sort of video that my little passage of the book I was reading and underlined some stuff and put a little music to it. And I put it and he said, he said, you know, I started doing that every day and he's not talking. He's not putting his face in there. Nothing. All he's doing is literally he's reading something and anything that's that, that touches his heart that morning, he would just films himself, the, his pen highlighting it. 
he puts a little sound bite on top of it, of like I said, music or whatever. And in 30 days, 30 days, he's, he's gone from 663 followers to over 10,000 followers. Wow. And, you know, and it's, uh, and then some of these videos have got 75,000 views. It's just, you know, but what you were saying is it's, you know, everyone's trying to figure out how do I get these followers, how to get, you know, it's not necessarily all of your charisma. It's not you. It's, it's little micro doses of what, of what you're doing. This was a micro dose of something that, that, that helped him, something he was interested in. And it wasn't even him talking into the camera. It was just, so it's, it's interesting what can go viral, you know, and, and I think it comes down to just, you know, being genuine, being real um, and, and connecting with people and offering something that's going to help someone, you know? And so I think we, and we could take that concept and we could bring that into our business as well. I think that, you know, people, look, mortgages are a dime a dozen. We know that they could, they could go, you know, a thousand places to get a mortgage, but people will do business with you because they connect with you. You know, and so how can you facilitate technology to help help those connections, I think, is what, you know, what we're talking about. Absolutely. You know, you think, think about the impact that your friend had, you know, that those 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 words he was reading were, you know, important to him in the moment. And to have that many people, you know, like and you know share and, and, and whatever you do on Instagram, um, you know, have the, have the impact on them as well. And it, it's really it, it, it boils down to what we do in, in housing finance. You know, yes, you know, mortgages are a dime a dozen. If that's the way you look at them, I, I agree with you. It, it is it is a highly liquid commodity that can be put into a mortgage-backed security and, and, and sold around the world in the most highly liquid secondary mortgage market there, that there is and known to mankind. So those, those things are all true. But, you know, very few people think their house is a dime a dozen, you know, with, with yeah. what we spend on lawn care, what we spend yeah. on home repairs. What we spend on making, you know, decorating your house, all the things that the place where you're going to raise your family, um, or retire in, or perhaps, you know, um, buy a second home and, and and vacation with your family in. I mean, the 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 home, you know, we have a saying at, at Lone Depot: home means everything, and it's more than just a cliche. It really is. It really is a, a big deal. The ha- the house is the foundation of everything. The house that you where you live is where it all starts. And uh, yes, I yes. that's the that's the connection. Um, that you've got to bring, you know, to your consumers is to say, hey, I'm I'm here to put you in the exact right, you know, product for your situation, um, and 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 to make you a successful homeowner. You know, can, Mark, can I take the liberty of just say, you know, uh, just plugging and, and praising uh, uh, Loan Depot right now? I, you know, um, I know this is you know brokers are going to be listening to this, and I know a lot of them already do business at Loan Depot. But I I want to say that you know as a as a small bro- small broker shop, look, we love Loan Depot. I mean, you guys, the pricing is good. Um, your account executives are quality. Um, and and by the way, you know, um, I'm not being paid to say this. It's not a paid commercial or anything like that. But I mean, we just we're a fan. You know, there's a lot of lenders we can do business with, but um, but we keep seem to we seem to keep going back to Loan Depot. So I just want to applaud what you guys are doing over there. No, no, I appreciate that, and I and I'll I'll get your address after the show to send you a, a, a rotisserie turkey. <laughs> so, so speaking of that, so we, so you've got was it on like a spit or was it on like a was it on like a charcoal grill? I, I, I've I've never done I've smoked a turkey, but I've never done, never done rotisserie. Yeah, so I've got just a it's it's just a a, a lion uh, gas grill built into my outdoor kitchen, you know, and 
Um, and there's this website. Uh, I'm going to give this guy some free press. It's called uh, Dad's Cooking Dinner or something like that. And and it's just, nice. you know, it, it's just right. He just has videos of recipes and things. And so I just it was just a simple, you know, dry rub that I put on a turkey. You put it on a rotisserie um, like a spinning bar, you know, a little, um, you know, sure. and, and I've got this infrared burner in my grill. And and I just, you know, you just sit there and just roll that thing there. And man. It is absolutely fantastic. And, you know, my family, they won't let me cook anything else for Thanksgiving or Christmas. I got to do the turkeys. And, of course, the prime ribs, too, are are um, are great. And, you know, matter of fact, it's, it's funny because we're talking about this and, and, I, and I enjoy doing this. Uh, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> um, one of the things that um, that I'm working on right now, speaking of CRM stuff, is I'm working. And this might sound cheesy to you, but I don't care. I'm going to try it and see how it does. But I'm uh, I'm going to do a series called What's Cooking and little things like this, the turkey and the, you know, the the prime rib and, um, you know, certain things that my family and I, we enjoy certain recipes. You know, um, I'm going to put some together. I'm going to put some video together and it's going to be cheesy. It's going to be, um, you know, uh, as unscripted as possible. But I'm going to see what kind of response I get from my uh, database on something that's basically not mortgage related, but at the end, but, but it, you know, it plugs mortgage in my email signature and in my text, they know it's branded to me into my mortgage company, but it's going to be off topic, so to speak. So it's going to be interesting to, to experiment with something like that. I, I think it can be a huge success. Just as a quick side note, my, my men's group, we communicate via a thing called Slack. And I'm probably too old to even describe what Slack is. I think it's owned by Salesforce now. But anyhow, we have a Slack channel. It's called hashtag what's cooking. And we, you see the most incredible looking meals and yeah. grilling and smoking and everything. It's, 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 it's really cool to see what other folks are doing. Yeah. So we'll see. It's, it's fun. It's fun to experiment. And, you know, you, look, if you, if, you know, you can't go wrong. And I think that sometimes people are afraid of, of doing the wrong thing, you know, and I don't know who phrased it. There's something in, in, that's been going around the industry about, you know, it being an imperfect action taker, you know, um, but uh, do something lest you do nothing. And, um, you know, as long as it's not a, an insulting touch, you know, if you still touch them, it's not perfect. You can always tweak things, but still you're getting you're staying in front of people and they'll, they'll begin, you know, when they think about mortgage, they'll think about you, you know, and um, Hey, I like that guy. I've been watching his videos and, and you can do the same thing through social media and stuff, but this is a way through the, through a CRM. What we're talking about is you're, you're specifically targeting your database or certain distribution groups within your database that you want to target these campaigns to. And, Anyway, it could be fun, you know, to uh, to use your imagination and do it. And I, I don't think you could lose. You're definitely gonna gonna get feedback and and make connections. No, I, I love the phrase that you just mentioned there, the imperfect action taker. You know, I think a lot of times we see, you know, you, you, you get you get into analysis paralysis, right? You, and I'll I'll take an average plan with awesome execution over an awesome plan with average execution all the time. It, it reminds me of the, the Dr. Seuss book in the, in the waiting place, right? The place you don't want to go is the waiting place where you're not doing anything. I mean, so, mm. so get out there and, and, and do it. I, I, I love that. I love that. Let's go. Let's, 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 let's sort of go back to your, to your to CRM for a second. We've covered just about everything that I wanted to cover. Um, you did mention, I, I heard you mentioned the product and pricing engine. It's embedded in your, in your CRM and your point of sale. Can you touch on that for a quick second? 
Yeah, so we have a really good um, um, partnership, not not like an official corporate partnership, but but relationship with Lender Price. Lender Price, those guys are, are doing a really good job over there. They're um, really competing with Loan Sifter, um, and um, so basically uh, through our system, when you when you get our Broker Plus platform, that's that's the executive suite of what we have which is still very affordable and will save you money in comparison to tech stacks, which, you know, you have one system versus a, a technology stack, but you'll get, um, you'll get the lender price um, embedded into it. And so um, you could, um, you know, have your private pricing, your lenders that, you know, you select, you know, maybe Loan Depot or Rocket and whoever else you want to, you know, your you know, UWM, whoever you're wanting to do business with, you can have it in there and you can run your pricing um, and there's no additional cost to you. So, you know, um, unlike, you know, some other uh, pricing engines out there, you have to, you know, pay for, for all of your private pricing. Well, there, there's no additional cost. You can have your private pricing. You can have your unique um, uh, uh, tier. So, for instance, if you work for a big broker shop and you have special pricing with one of the wholesale lenders, you will actually will have your unique pricing within your pricing engine at no additional cost. It's all included in your monthly subscription with us. So, um uh, we're excited about that. It's really, really a, a great feature. Something that I've wanted. Um, it's sort of. It was sort of like the, the, the final, um, the final piece uh, to our puzzle. You know, to have a, a, a true all-in-one system. And and I will say that it's it's. I believe that that you know, as far as a, a true all true all-in-one, that is point of sale LOS CRM pricing engine e signatures. Um, uh, that is. That is also mobile. I believe, you know, I'm going to be as bold as saying if I'm, I'm wrong, you know, somebody can correct me. But I believe that we are currently the only all-in-one system that is also mobile responsive. Um, so, you know, that's, you know, uh, so we're excited about that that last piece, which was that pricing and product engine. That's huge. So, and then one thing I'm not sure we touched on was uh, was imaging document management. Your, your entire system is cloud-based, right? That's correct. Yep. So we have a document management system. So if someone fills out an app, it'll read the data on the application. It'll customize a checklist for the borrowers. They it can upload items. They could take pictures with their phone if they want to upload everything. And again, it's just a very nice document manager. It could, you know, it'll drip on them until they satisfy the checklist of items. You know, um, it gives a loan officer or LOA or processor the opportunity to review the docs and uh, accept them or reject them. And um, one thing uh, I just mentioned, processor. One thing that that we do have live right now, and it's funny because I because I'm starting to hear that 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 our competition is trying to build something out similar to this. Um, but we actually built out a contract processing network within our system. So if you need a contract processor, um, you just go to our marketplace and you could search for different ones that you're licensed in. So let's say you're you're licensed in Texas, Florida, in California. You could you know plug that in. It's going to match companies that are licensed in those states. And then you could uh, submit to do business with them and start assigning loans to them because they're already using our platform. They're in our network. So uh, it's very, very nice, that contract processing network that we have built into the into the platform. And that makes perfect sense. They're already trained on the system. They know how to use it. And uh, it's just a matter of, 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 of getting, you know, getting them up to speed and, and uh, getting them placed in places where it's a good fit for, their, for, for the processor and the, and, the, and the owner of the mortgage company. And so with with the with going back real quick to the document management system, is there I think this is and this is getting a little bit mortgage granular here, but I believe I heard you say that you have 
there are reports or easy access for things like your call reports and your state audits. Um, is there some functionality that helps the, 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 the clients with that? Yes, absolutely. So our uh, NMLS call reports are really easy to do. It's literally just a couple clicks and, and you have your, your XML, your um, you know, call report uh, generated. Um, obviously, uh, it's important that, you know, that your files are, are updated and documented and things throughout the process. We really encourage, you know, business owners, you know, to drive it in their staff, update documents, you know, uh, your processors to date things properly, because because all that does impact the call reports, you know, your your withdrawal files, your denied files, your, you know, things like that. So, but yeah, um, you know, it, matter of a few clicks and you have your call report. So. I'm going to try to sum this up real quick. So I've, I've counted five, and again, if I get this wrong, I apologize, but I've counted really five main components of, of what you guys offer. So when I, when I think of the typical mortgage company, small, small or large, and there's you know, everything in between, and you see different ways that mortgage companies handle this, you know, most have a, a CRM system of, of some sort. They've got a point of sale system of some sort that's connected perhaps to the social media and their website. They've got a product and pricing engine. Um, they've got a loan origination system, maybe a separate e-signature system for disclosures and other forms. And then a lot of times, either they do it in-house or they outsource the uh, document retention for state audits and uh, also the call reports and, and, and everything in between. Yeah. Actually, that's six things I just counted. So did I miss anything? No, that's it. And we have some more things coming that, I, that I'm hesitant to mention because... I feel like I give my competition ideas a lot of times. So, uh, but uh, we have another a really cool thing that I use all the time that um, is going to eliminate another technology uh, piece. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, and people, you know, when you look at our price point on things, you know, once you add up what you would be paying for all that, you're going to save an, an enormous amount of money with our platform. Yeah. And just in, in terms of uh, what we talked about earlier about, you know, salesperson reluctance or loan officer reluctance or even even processor reluctance to use the CRM tools. If you've got three, four, five, six different vendors you're using for all those actions that are very important and vital to a mortgage company, um, you know, the, 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 the idea that they're going to uh, adopt and use the CRM properly is probably lower than if it's integrated into your business flow. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the other thing is I always approach it from what I would want. Okay. So like I said, I'm a, I am my, my typical customer. So, you know, when, when you have multiple platforms, you don't know where to live. Do I live in the point of sale? Do I live in the, in the LOS? Do I live in the CRM? Do you know, um, I, I don't like that because, and then especially when you're trying to onboard loan officers and if you want to grow and scale and you got to teach, okay, well, we're going to do our applications in this platform. Then you're going to go in, you're going to bring it over here. We're going to do our document manager here. We're going to bring it. Then we got to bring it in the LOS. Then we got to do all, then we got to price it. And there's too many things, too much for people to learn. You got to keep it simple if you're going to grow your team. So, so with one platform, um, you don't have to worry about duct taping things together. What if one thing breaks or, you know, everybody learning different, um, you know, different um, uh, experiences in different environments. You learn one system one flow, and it's just easier for people, uh, especially when you're onboarding loan officers. Uh, amen. I mean, that, that is that is a struggle, you know, trying to get all the systems to talk to each other, training new people, and then get it, keeping them engaged to actually use the tools that they've got to make them, make them successful in, in, in their business. Well, um, 
Well, hey, man, I, I really appreciate you taking some time out today to, to talk to us about CRM and about your offering. Uh, let's talk a little, a little bit more about you. Um, what you guys, what, what kind of events do you guys have? Do you guys have online events? Do you guys attend uh, things in, in person? And what are good ways that folks can get in touch with you guys? Do you have email address, websites, uh, social media handles? What are, what's, how, how can folks get a hold of you? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Thank, um, so, absolutely. Let me give you give everybody my, my email address. I don't I don't hide from uh, customers. So, if you want to reach out to me, my email address is uh, Drew. And you spell Drew D R U. So it's D R U at preapp1003.com. So Drew at preapp1003.com. And again, D R U. Um, and, uh, you know, we do, you know, we do this, the, this, you know, the industry, you know, uh, like for instance, we go to NAM every year, we run a booth at NAM and, um, I was with Carl White's, uh, team, um, out in, uh, San Antonio, Texas. I drove out there and they, they were gracious enough to give me you know, a spot to talk to, to their, um, you know, to their group about what we're doing. And, and we, so we'll do different events. Um, you know, you'll see us on the national real estate post, uh, occasionally and, um, but uh, and then we do, uh, you know, every every Wednesday I do a live Wednesday webinar at 1 p.m. Central Time. And if you guys are interested in just going through a complete system walkthrough, uh, I, I open it up for Q&A as well. You can just go to our website. Our website is preapp1003.com. There will be a pop up and you can register for our Wednesday webinar. If you can't make that and you, you know, if you want to, you know, reach out to me and have some Q&A and, and you know, maybe uh, get up, maybe if, if you're like a you know, a corporate company and you want to do a private uh, webinar, we can do that too. So, um, you know, but, uh, but yeah, reach out, you know, preapp1003.com and then my email address, drew at preapp1003.com. Thanks for listening to the Renovation Radio podcast. Please help the show by following us and rating us on Spotify Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please help us spread the word by sharing our podcast on your social media. The views, information, and opinions expressed on Renovation Radio are solely those of the individuals involved. Renovation Radio, because we're all a work in progress.